Welcome to this podcast. My name is Christoph Rumpel and I'm your host. Before we call it a day, let's talk about... Building Mastering PHP Storm. How I record videos. My plan is to record some episodes just about building mastering PHP Storm, my new video course, and yeah, to give you a little bit of insight into what it's like for me creating this course. And today I want to talk about um, recording the videos. And I want to yeah share the process that I've been using for my courses so far. So first it all starts with the preparation. So what are the categories I want to talk about in a course? So for example, for my PHP Storm course, it will be about refactoring, it will be about testing, it will be about Git, it will be about setup. And I write down a list of all these overall categories that I want to cover. And then for every category, I try to yeah break it down to what the videos could be. So this would be another list. So for right now I'm preparing testing and yeah, there's an intro. There is why you should use testing inside PHP Storm. I want to cover how to set it up, how to create tests, how to create methods, how to run tests, how to have some custom configuration. And I just write down everything that I can think of. And then I want to, yeah, break it down. What could be the first video? What could be the order? And yeah, then it gets a little bit more into depth and into detail about the examples and the environment. So for me, it's very important if I have examples that there are good examples because yeah, people see it and if they don't feel comfortable with the example, maybe it's too easy, maybe it's too difficult example. Um, yeah, that's not good. You want to find something that in the best scenario fits with everybody. Of course, that's difficult, but at least I'm going to try this. So what I noticed for me, I, I have a lot of examples from level applications in my examples for all my courses so far. And yeah, that's um, with, a, with a course like Mastering PHP Storm, which is not only for Laravel developers, this could be a little bit of problem because if you don't um, use Laravel, then maybe those examples don't fit you well. And yeah, this is something that I'm thinking about a lot. And if it would have been better to use something more general, but yeah, in the end, this wouldn't be me. This would, wouldn't be uh, um, authentic. So I try to be myself and this is what I currently use. So that's why I've been been stuck with my level examples and I still hope people see what I want to show you because in the end, it's about PHP Storm. And yeah, beside examples um, for something like testing, it's also interesting. So what files do I show when I show some of the PHP Storm features? And these are all things that uh, yeah try to think about. I write this down. So when I come to the point where I record that I don't have to think about it anymore, which file do I show? Um, what is the process of which I show first and how how is the flow? Flow is in general something that I'm really um, addicted to. And I think it's very important to bring you, but also the people in the right flow of showing examples. So this is very important to me. Then in the end, I also write down um, for every video that I do um, the complete text, how it could be. So it's not like something that I'm going to read when I'm doing the recordings. I just think about, okay, if I would um, record it right now, I write down what I could say. And this is very casual. And yeah, just write it down from beginning to end. 
And yeah, this will give me some insights about it. Does everything fit together and does it work out? And it also helps me to remember um, those little steps that I want to show you. Okay, then the next um, would be the recording process. And first, um, there's, there are some things that I have to prepare. So I have a list of things that I, I, I shouldn't forget. So um, I'm just reading it out. Put my mobile phone off. Um, use the do not disturb mode on your computer. Then um, I change the resolution. So that's also an interesting topic, topic about, um, yeah, which resolution do you use? Because if you just use your 4K screen, um, this would be way too small if people want to watch this inside a video. This is why you have to change your resolution. And what I'm using, let me just check it right now here. I'm changing from my videos to 1280 and 720. So that's what I'm using. And I know that most other um, screencasters also do it like this. And then you also have to think about yeah, the font sizes and the line heights. I have a, a specific setup just for my videos because in the videos, um, my normal um, sizes are a little bit too big. So that's why I have to go down when I do some recording. Then also on my list, I have to check that I have closed all my apps, um, that I have my um, desk in a standing position. So I have a standing desk. And yeah, it's much better for your voice um, if you stand, because then you should have more volume. At least that's what people say also for recording um, when you sing or something like this. So I also try, always try to stand while I record. And I also have some voice warm-up exercises. So I've been um, two or three times to a, to a voice training. You can say like a camp. I think it was one or two years ago. And yeah, the teacher showed me some exercises. So it's important to speak from your, from your stomachs, you would say. And um, this way you get, yeah, most volume and more power out of your voice. And it's still something that I'm struggling with because yeah, talking and breathing and thinking about all the things are, are not so easy if, if, if speaking is not something that comes natural to you and it, it doesn't come for me. So some of these exercises would be like um, pointing a specific direction and try to speak now in this corner, one, two, and now in this corner, three, four. And I'm also using my hands to um, try to target specific places in my room. And this helps you to yeah, focus your voice. And it sounds really funny, but it's, it's, really, it, it's really nice and helped me a lot. And there's also one exercise, which is ping pong, like from table tennis. And you try to, to ping something to the wall and then it gets back. Ping pong, ping pong. And then you get faster. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. And yeah, it, it's really funny. But um, I try to do this before every podcast, before every recording. And yeah, I think it helped me a little bit. At least I hope so. Okay, breathe again. Let's get back some volume into my voice. So um, then the actual recording would start. And yeah, as I mentioned, I'm standing. I have my notes on an iPad because this way I can have my notes um, closer to me, um, which I like more than having some notes on a different monitor, which is a little bit um, more far away from me. So then I also, I'm not sure if you've seen it, I've posted on Twitter an image yesterday 
what my recording setup looks like. So I have this acoustic foam um, at the back of the wall, but I also have some of those panels which I just bring here for important recordings and I just yeah, place them all around over my desk and at least I hope it helps a little bit. Okay, then uh, I give it a try. I check the microphone, if the inputs are correct, one for the monitor, one for the microphone. I, ch I check the microphone twice or three times because yeah, it's very important that you record from the correct microphone. Um, it happens to me, I think, two or three times that I recorded with the wrong microphone and this is not something that I, I can recommend. So check again um, for yourself every time. Then while recording, if I do mistakes, if they are small ones, I try to keep them because um, yeah, it feels natural and brings this natural feeling to the video. Um, and yeah, it's always a little bit strange if everything works out perfectly. And sometimes it's better to have some little mistakes in it. But of course, if you can't resolve them right away, then you maybe have to cut and start over again. Like I mentioned in my last podcast about tips for screencasting, um, if you have some cuts for your voice, they are pretty easy. But if you have to cut video where people see you, this is really difficult because there people can see everything. For this current course, I'm not recording videos. So I have only have my voice and the screen. And yeah, I think that's already enough. Okay, then after recording. So yeah, what I normally do is I record one video. I'm just checking... Um, if everything worked out fine from the microphone, from what you see, then I save it and I don't edit it. And then I start with the next videos and I try to do a bunch of videos before I start um, editing. Because when you're already in the, um, in the mood of recording, if you have already set everything up, then it makes sense to record a bunch of videos right away and do later the editing. Yeah, then with editing, I don't do anything fancy. So I cut off some beginning and the end in the middle where I started over, try to find the version where it was best. And yeah, do some little adjustments with the audio. So what I'm using is ScreenFlow, which is a Mac application for recording. And it's pretty simple. That's why um, a lot of people use it. And what I do with my voice, I do adjust the volume so that the small and the highest points get um, all a little bit, little bit more consistent. And what I also do is um, um, I filter out um, background, I think it's background noise, something like this. But by default, it's something like 80%, but um, this doesn't work out for me because at the end of some words, I go pretty low with my voice. And then those little... Um, ends of a word are being cut off. So I only use something like 30% here for me, which works better. Sometimes I also do some little zoom in effects where I can um, define a rectangle on the screen and make this a little bit bigger, but I haven't been using this yet for this course. So I'm not sure if I'm going to introduce it. This is also something you have to think about. If you use some of those effects, then you should use them more regularly, but if you only use them once or twice, it could feel a little str bit strange. Okay, and then, yeah, that's how I record and prepare my videos. I think if there is anything else, let me just check my list. No, I think I have covered all of the things that I wanted to. If you have any more questions about recording my course, just hit me on Twitter 
my Twitter handle is Christoph Humpel. And yeah, yesterday was the first day of recording for my Mastering PHP course. And today will be the second day. So thank you for watching, listening to me and see you the next time. Mm-hmm.